Well, hey there. I'm Pastor Cody. And I'm Pastor Matt. And we're here, as always, on this Faithful Tuesday yes. to have a conversation. Let's have it. Here we go. Yeah. We're going to have us a conversation. <laughs> so you have been asking random questions. I have been asking random questions. Well, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, to kick off the podcast or whatever, we've, we're trying to engage our listeners a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so today... You tell I'm, us what you want to ask. I'm going to ask a random question today to Pastor Cody. And so all I did was Google random question, and then, and then I spelled it wrong, <laughs> autocorrect, <laughs> and I hit correct, and so here it is. I have a list in front of me. Uh, what would you rather <laughs> – these are so you know what. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. What would you rather throw away, love or money? That was a hard one for you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's uh, funny. I mean – what would you rather throw away? I don't Love know. Or I money? mean, money. I would throw away the money for sure. For sure. For sure. I don't know that you can say anything for sure because it took you a while to come around yeah. to it. No, I'm kidding. Well, if I threw away the love and I had money, I couldn't even love money. Oh, man. You know what I mean? 4D so chess kinda, right 4D there. 4D chess. Yep. Yep. That was so good. That mm. was so good. All right. Yeah. Great I job d- on your random question. <laughs> you did Good way, answer. Yeah, you did way better than I ever do. If my wife is listening to this, which... She may or may not be. You just got some brownie points. I hope I got some brownie points, yeah, even man. though it took me like five minutes to answer. <laughs> brownie points, <laughs> like like wearing your hat backwards. Brownie right. points. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to wear hats, and I've just got a large head, and it doesn't it doesn't always translate super well. But we're giving it a shot. He does have a very large head, but it's okay. We still love him. And I found a website. I still think it's in my shopping cart. I got to order the dog. I don't know which one you'd want. If you do you have a preference on color? Do you want one to match your vans? Send pics. Is that <laughs> <laughs> Full send them. <laughs> you think it'd be good to have one to match your new vans so yeah. that you could like pair the hat with that? Well, I do have a vans hat. Yeah, but it doesn't fit. It's like a yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I was like front what? row seat to what, what are, I deal are with. Are you converting to <laughs> Are you converting to Judaism? <laughs> are, you, are you converting to Judaism? Messianic Ju- uh, Judaism. <laughs> I was like, dude, you look like you got a yarmulke on. <laughs> it's just because, you know, it's like it covered this much of his head. Yeah. So I'm going to get you a hat. I okay. found the perfect website. You just tell me what color because that's what I'm struggling with. Get me about. one to match Kyle's hat. Match Kyle's? Yeah. All right, I'll see what I Not can do. Not the one in the picture that he posted, the one in the picture I posted. That's hilarious. That was a great <laughs> the Kyle, hat. If you're, if you're watching this. You got slayed on your own post. Sorry. Just My bad. Just when he thought he looked cool. I know. <laughs> I mean, I really do think he looked cool. He looks great. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, Kyle puts us all Well, what there. made me do that is I saw that, like, he was such a boomer that he, like, took a screenshot and then cropped it. And so there was still, like, a little Instagram thing at the bottom. And I was like, <laughs> clown, jester hat. I see. I see why. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Yeah. No, I love you. It's funny. Yeah, we love you so see much. See you at the food trucks on Thursday, I think. Hey. Um, yeah. But anywho, yeah. jumping into reg- uh, regular business. <laughs> we're here to have a conversation. Yep, we're we here to have a conversation. Be, we won't be long today, right? Nope, we are not going to be long at yeah. all today. Um, but if this is your first time listening, uh, what we do is he preaches a sermon, we talk about it, and you have a good time. That, that's pretty much what happens here. Um, and if you're not having a good time, please let us know in the comments and leave us a five-star review. Um, so in the description of this uh, post or wherever you're listening, whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, you will find a, a hyperlink to his message if you want to have some context. And you will also find a hyperlink to his sermon notes that he preaches from uh, because we publish those every single week. Um, so you'll find those so you can kind of be a little bit more connected to what we're talking to. Um, but we're so glad you're listening. And yes. 
This week, we are having a conversation about your message, What's Love Got to Do With It, from 1 yes. Corinthians 13. Yep, yep. I would sing it, but it's too early. Yep. Yeah. So uh, just go ahead and answer that question. What's, what's love, love got to do with it? Got to do with it. I don't know, right? I mean, love is like so uh, twisted, thrown around, abused, right? No mm-hmm. pun intended, but it is True. just uh, definitely something that is misinterpreted. And it, it's just like everything else in scripture. If we can figure out what the Bible says about it, if we can figure out what the Lord says about it, then we'll have a more pure understanding, you know, from what we can grasp from that angle if mm-hmm. we would start with this the center of everything being the gospel if we would start with the center of everything being the word of god it would be amazing how fulfilling our lives are and how we'll understand so much more about who we are and who god is and what the meaning of life is yeah mm-hmm. and i think what you said in the beginning of your message is so key um you talked about because we've come we've come this far in first corinthians and now we're kind of getting into I mean, we've gotten through a lot of the weird stuff, yeah. And now we're kind of getting into more of what I would consider the weird stuff, at least for me. Is Sunday's the, gonna be crazy. The spirit giftings mm-hmm. and all of these different things that are kind of wrapped up mm-hmm. in that. And your point was, you know, listen, we have to interpret this in context, mm-hmm. you know, in the way that Paul would have meant it. And I think that sometimes, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, we just don't. We just read it and we're like, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Oh, there it is. That's great. Uh, That's a word for the day right there. But it's yeah, you know, not even within 100 miles of what Paul right. Paul would have had in mind when right. he wrote the letter. Um, yeah, and if we can get a balance of that where the Spirit of God is speaking and we're doing our due diligence and reading it in context, oh, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, it's, it's like, you know, the gasoline and the fire collide, you know, and that's where we, we have to be faithful. We have to, um, you know, rightly divide the word of truth, you know, and study that to show ourselves approved. Um, you know, that, that takes a, a amount, an amount of commitment that takes mm-hmm. an amount of character and discipline and all of those things, right. That none of us like, <laughs> um, <laughs> right. But then the Holy spirit of God, you know, also breathing into that, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's an amazing thing. It's always both, right. It's always both. It it's, is always both. It's kind of the, the feeling I have, but yeah, but anyway, <laughs> Bible study is work. It um, is. Yeah. it's hard work. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't like to view it that way because we're all, you know, in our 21st century context, it's my quiet time with the Lord. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and, and bask in him. And right. then I'm going to go conquer my day because the Bible's written all about me. Wake, slay, pray. <laughs> wake, <laughs> wake, slay, pray. Anyway, that's like twice I've pulled him out <laughs> in the last week. The first yeah. time you said that, I was like, that kind of sounds like his Donald Trump impression. <laughs> and then you thought that too. And you were like, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to go it. with it. <laughs> wake, slay, pray. Wake, slay, pray. <laughs> It's the best. Oh, no, 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 wait, say, pray. No. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. It's, I, did you hear it Sunday? I don't know if you caught it yeah. when you went back and listened to it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, using this mirror analogy in the message, and which is super powerful. We might as well talk about it right now. <laughs> Let's just talk about it. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> we're having fun this morning. Yep. And I'm only a half time. a cup of coffee in. But, yep. uh, you know, the, the point of the mirror illustration Paul brings in, it, we're talking about 1 Corinthians chapter 13, if mm-hmm. you're jump, just jumping in now. Yep. What's love got to do with it? It's the, the love, love chapter. chapter. Was it just dropped in, you know, like a care package on a, you know, zombie black ops game where it's like, oh my gosh, here's this thing of love that just gives us this release in the middle of all of this 
you know, heavy stuff in the letter. Absolutely not. It has right. everything to do with it. Uh, I point out in the message from the commentary and, you know, the one that I've been reading through for this message. Let's um, pull her up. Yeah, it's in there. Like everything that Paul says love is not is something that he has already addressed <laughs> in the letter. So he's literally going at them. There's a note on your computer. Is everything okay? Oh, I can't see my battery bar from here. Oh, okay. Tight. We were talking about the mirror. Yep, we were talking about the mirror. I had to take a small break because I forgot yeah. to plug my computer in. We didn't want it to die. And we're streaming from a MacBook Air, so it sounds like a C-130 taken off. It does, um, with 20 any- people hanging on it. Yeah. Oh, so wait, too soon. Sorry. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> this administration's a joke. Anyway. Let me tell you. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at that point, like, let's just be political for a second. No, let's not. Let's keep going. You know, let's be political. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like it now we're supposed to all... Just say, as Christians, we're going to just pray for everyone that's struggling through this horrible humanitarian crisis, and then no one's going to accept responsibility for the fact that they voted for him, you know, and still everyone's bad if you voted for the other guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, there are consequences for our actions, you know, regardless. Yeah. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. (laughs) But it's not neither here nor there because I was making a joke about it on Sunday, and I was talking about (laughs) mirrors, right? And Paul uses mirrors as an illustration. <clears throat> and he does it because it is this, it's a its a connection to the Old Testament in an, in an incredible way. Like, I was, it was really neat to see this. Um, but uh, Numbers 12, I believe, just off the top of my head, Numbers 12 talks about how other prophets the Lord speaks to in dreams, the Lord speaks to in visions. Um, and you have the sense there where that's more of a reflection, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Where people are... Get, you know, getting this revelation from the Lord from uh, dreams and visions. But there's one, there was one uh, who received face-to-face with the Lord. And so mm-hmm. Paul even says it at the end of this passage. Now we know in part, but then will we know even as we're fully known. Mm-hmm. And so he he's really making a connection for these Jews that, you know, that are in the congregation. Like, hey, y- you know who Moses is? The one who you like utterly adore and respect hmm. that prophet Moses who was the friend of God who saw things face to face that's what I'm talking about I'm talking about you living in your giftings as it pertains to a face to face relationship with the Lord and not something that you're looking into a mirror that you are partially uh just basically talking with yourself and and I'm not diminishing that Look, we need to have conversations with ourselves. Yeah. We, we need to have moments of reflection. We need to have a conversation with us right here at the conversation. <laughs> but what Paul is saying is we have an opportunity if, if through love, if we exercise our spiritual gifts in love, then we're looking at the Lord face to face. We are engaging in a relationship that is incredible, that is far above what you think your spiritual gifts are bringing to the table, you know? And so uh, anyway, but that's an incredible illustration in and of itself, tying to the prophets in the Old Testament. But the whole joke was, you know, everything's like made in China. And I was like, yeah, Paul's giving this made in China. But Paul's (laughs) giving this illustration about a mirror because it was made in Corinth. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, bronze mirrors were made in Corinth. So I feel like Donald Trump yeah. would have lived in Corinth. I know for sure. <laughs> it was the Las Vegas of the ancient world. Yeah, and we're not saying all these. You know, I, I'm I make fun of him. Like I think it's hilarious. Come worship Artemis at the Trump Temple. 
<laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, goodness. But we anyway. Have the best sacrifices. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the best. Uh, the best. Um, no, I just went Nacho Libre on it. <laughs> Sorry. The best. It is the best. Ramses, you are the best. <laughs> Um, oh goodness! <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's interesting when you talk about that too. Like Moses, you know, there. I think it's Deuteronomy 17 where Moses is, you know, he tells the people <laughs> in this, you know, in the middle of this long speech where he's like, "Yeah, you guys are going to fail, go into exile, but <laughs> there's going to be a prophet who comes after me, and you should you should listen to him." Mm. Uh, you know, and you, at first glance, you're like, "Oh, well, yeah, there were a lot of other prophets, but but there was never a prophet like Moses." No. Never nope. until we, <coughs> you know, we read the story of Jesus and you see how the gospel writers tie like there's a very there's a very clear uh, yeah. progression of them tying him to be huh. uh, or making him. Who's the new that Moses. prophet? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Love that. You go from being the friend of God to the son of God. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? To just being God <laughs> or to just being God <laughs> or both. Yeah. Well, um, and I think that this is it. There's a, some stuff to that. Yeah. There's yep. some there's some segue there where. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul is, you know, uh, it, it's incredible the way the Bible fits together, right? But, you know, I definitely pull out at the end of this message, and this is always, this, this is a companion to Here's the message. The so go Here's listen the to the message. Um, but yeah, the, the Trinity is present. It is on site in the book of 1 Corinthians, and it's on site in every one of Paul's letters. And so he really, we talked about it last week, even more from Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 3, Romans chapter 5. The Lord uses the community of himself. You know, God is one God, but he operates also in three parts. And the three are one mm-hmm. unit. Uh, and I bring out the point that Keller made, and we talked about this a little bit last week, but it was expounded upon in this message that God is not unipersonal. If he was, the ultimate goal would be power, would be control. Um, but if he is tripersonal, then God has existed to love. God, no one loves God more than God loves himself. And it is not in this self-love, self No one loves Trump more than Trump loves himself. Trump lo- He's going to be <laughs> just permeating through this whole episode here, just so you know. We're going to get canceled just for talking about it. Oh, I don't it. care. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Zuckerberg. Our, th- our three views, our three viewers. <laughs> all three, all three viewers. viewers. We're going to get canceled. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But, uh, you know, the point is, is this is this is where doctrine is important. This is where doctrine matters. And a tier one issue of the Trinity we see worked out in this passage. And the point is that God loves himself. And and we went to first John and we talked about the definition that God has of himself. God is love Mm -hmm. and how that plays out. If you love the Lord. Right. If the love of the father is in you, no man you know, loves the Lord, but hates or curses Jesus Christ. Like all of these things are coming out through the book. Right. And so John is on the same page that Paul is on the same page is our God has been in a community loving himself well since before we got here. And God through the gospel is inviting us into that family. Now, if Jesus was the son we are brothers and sisters. Yep. We are in that community, that new kingdom, that new earth. We are being uh, m- being made already, but not yet, a part of this kingdom. And so to understand love as the foundation, as the bedrock, is to understand God. Yep. That is the point, and that was the point of this doctrine of the Trinity. And that's what I think 1 Corinthians 13 is all about. So when we as a culture take those little statements, love is patient, love is kind, 
and and we elevate we we elevate that out of the text and then we think we elevate that to the proper position of the way I'm kind and treat people I must mm-hmm. love people that's literally the opposite of what the what the passage is saying mm-hmm. so that would be missing the entirety of the point yes um, so anyway and circling back to to context when we <laughs> when we're looking at this idea of love when we read this and we look at it (laughs) right exactly no we but we do we contextualize it like that you know when we read scripture when he says love we're like oh well that you know we know what that is in the 21st century but that's not that's not what paul would have said no paul wouldn't have described love the way that we traditionally talk about love it's just not that's just not what it is we view it as more of a feeling right or more of a you know, a state of mind, like, I love that, you right. know, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're really onto that voice this morning. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Well, I think, too, it's... Just mocking you as you mock woo girls. As, uh, as I mock woo girls. <laughs> Give me some... We're going to have some white claws in here next week. Woo! Oh, man. So, I, I think, too, it's like, we are all over the place this, this morning. I love this. Look, I... It's good stuff. I hope, I hope you're feeling loved today. <laughs> Because we're just look out, we're woo girls. Yeah, we're shooting from the hip. Yep. Uh, I think you know where was I going with that? You had just said something that just triggered my next thought, and then we started talking about white claws. Well, just how <laughs> you know how our culture would view love, like it's a feeling. Oh, it's I remember. A, yeah, there you go. Got it. Got it. We can you tell this is a live production? <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things is, uh, of course, we can go into the different Greek words and you know, that's, that to me was like when I've sat down to preach the message, uh, I was like, well, I could just do what I always do when I approach this passage and say, there's agape and <laughs> oh there's boy. eros and there's phileo and there's, uh, uh nostalgia, right? There's four different kinds of love. <laughs> Let me get the cold stone illustration out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Said every fundamentalist ever. Yeah. Anyway. Like it, love it, gotta have it. <laughs> uh, but the, the point is, is like, you know, I think C.S. Lewis, you know talked about that in a really incredible way like he does with with everything he's he's an incredible author I have a couple of his books in audible that i'm gonna get into oh good stuff love him really good stuff it, it's the jelly on the bottom shelf i guess but um yeah so th- my point is is like there are different types of love and you know what he's talking about is is eros it's that passionate love you know the sexual kind of love uh that versace eros you know cologne right well of <laughs> course that that eros is the greek word for love yep. so you know that makes sense why they would call that cologne that type of passionate love um you know because that's what they're going for right and so uh not to be confused with agape the love that comes from god so but instead of taking that approach during this message uh it was the approach that i'm trying to paint you a picture of uh, and and I, you know, it's so difficult to do, but I'm trying to paint this picture of who God is and let that definition flow from it, which is what agape the word does. Um, but we really we, we just tried in that Sunday morning space to create the space that says, look how the Lord has been operating from day one and and look that we get to be a part of that. That is what love is. Super cool. Like that is that is what love is. That is what grace is. And then, you know, to kind of maybe put a bow on this conversation, but um, the idea that faith and hope, right, he pulls those two words in, that's something that we only have now. Your faith will become sight. Your hope will reach its destination. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but love is something that we can be a part of now in our position in Christ and our gifts. We're going to talk about them next week. The Holy Spirit gifts, whether prophecy, knowledge, you know, tongues, right? Whatever those gifts are, healing, 
they're going to flow from that position of love and they'll be meaningful when, when they do. But guess what? You, you won't have your faith in a million years. Nope. You won't have your hope in a million years. You'll, you will be fully known. There is no mirror conversation. We'll be talking to God face to face, face to face. Yeah. And when we consider, yeah, just like Moses. And when we consider that and when we think about that, it should, it should determine our priorities. It should determine how we live. It should determine how we love. It shouldn't be, well, I can do whatever I want now. No, no, absolutely not. Right. Uh, Paul is giving different an, kind of an, love here. That's right. He's giving an incredible framework. Mm-hmm. I loved this chapter. <laughs> it's good stuff. See what I did there? <laughs> I love it. I have an intimate love to this chapter. Okay, you just got weird with it. I'm yeah. just saying because it's the love chapter. That wasn't the word that I wanted to choose. It just kind of <laughs> came out. Oh, man. Closing with this. Uh, one of the lines that you said that I one. that this I thought was uh, what this was a good one. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> um, one of the lines that I thought you dropped that was uh, that was mm. worth chewing on. <laughs> the one thing you said that I felt like was noteworthy. There was no <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Donald's about to come out again. <laughs> Let me just tell you. No. <laughs> uh, you said the devil doesn't want you to do what he wants to do, or what he wants you to do rather. Uh, he wants you to do what you want to do. That's right. You know. And yeah. Paul kind of in other p- in other passages, you know, he's, he says things like lovers, you know, people who are lovers of themselves. You know, we love to do what we want to do, especially in our our individualistic American context. Like, I'm going to do me. You know, I'm just going to worry about me. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do what makes me happy. Why? Because it's a free country and that's what I do, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's <coughs> exactly what the devil wants is for you to live a life that is consumed with you and not about other people. Right. I thought that was such a profound statement. Mm. Yeah, well, first of all, it's not going to be a free country very long with this administration. Jab! Got him anyway. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's the truth. It We get fixated on, as long as I'm not doing what the devil wants, as long as I'm not doing bad, well, right. you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. If you're doing what you want to do instead of what the Lord wants you to do, you're doing bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. To him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Yes. Satan doesn't doesn't need you to accept his way. Satan just needs you to accept your way. And your way is not the Lord's way. And right. because of that he wins. Yep. Yep. So it's, it's true. It, Powerful stuff. It is. And and it's all there in the text. It's all there in this sermon. I hope that you'll listen. I hope that you'll commit yourself and it's maybe a different approach than you've heard in the past coming to First Corinthians chapter thirteen, and you were expecting a lovey-dovey message. Sorry um, to sorry to burst your bubble and rain on your parade, but we don't make people feel good around here. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> maybe I don't know. You thought I was uh, going to tell you some good stuff this morning, Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it is uh, packed with truth. It's packed with what I believe uh, the Scripture is saying, and so it's. Uh, the eternal truths about who God is and what God is and what what other New Testament authors are saying about the Lord as right, well. Yeah. So I think that it will be helpful. Give it a listen. Uh, and like Cody said, like and subscribe this. Share yep. this message out with, with, um, with those maybe that you know. Maybe there's someone that you know that doesn't know the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this could be an introduction uh, to them having a conversation about who God is and what God is uh, and you know, leading to the Lord and to that other message, share it, yeah. get it out there, share it. And, uh, wherever you listen audio wise, feel free to subscribe, yeah. uh, consume this content on there. Um, or on YouTube. We love that you listen. And, uh, our viewership has been picking up every week. That's really cool. Yeah, um, neat. so we're going places. We're going places. Yep. 
So with tell people. your friends about us. Make it the best trade deal and not the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. <laughs> um, but oh, all that geez. being said, yeah. we, uh, we love you guys. We love all of you. Yeah. We thank you for listening and having fun with us because we have fun doing this. We have a ball. <laughs> yeah. It's been great. Yeah. Huge. It's been huge. <laughs> On that note, I love you, but you don't love me as much as I love me. <laughs> I love you. That's a factual statement. Have a day. Yep. A good one. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Bye. See you guys. See ya.